Wow, it is always such a privilege for me to be able to stand before you to preach the Word of God. And today is communion and, you know, for all my friends online, my family and friends online, I wish you were here to see how full the house of God is. It is incredible. Come on, let's give God the glory. Hallelujah. We, you know, about two years ago, we, it was so, it was empty. We were preaching to cameras. You know, there was not a human being in sight when we were preaching. And today, wow, we are rejoicing because the Lord has answered our heart's cry to be able to meet together as a family of God in one place, in physical. And really, I'm grateful that Finally, Malaysia has announced we are in an endemic season. Hallelujah! So if you have not yet come back to church service, please come back. We've got even a brand new layout which looks so awesome. My heart just leaps with joy when I just saw the layout and now the people, I am overjoyed. Good morning and I believe the young people are in the house today. GTYC, are you here today? Come on, let's welcome the young people and the youth. And if you're logging on online, GTYC, just give a wave or a shout out, a thumbs up because you are so much a part of the GT family and we love that you are here every first Sunday to partake of communion as a family of God. And as mentioned just now, it is true, we are at the last installment of our our full life series do you remember the full life series let me take you through it in case you know you went through it so i'm going to give you an overview what to do the teacher in me the equipped pastor in me want to make sure you understand the full journey that we have been going through for the last eight weeks we went through the spiritual aspect of full life with revive my heart then the social aspect love laugh and play the mental aspect the stories we tell and on the family because full life was also important for the family fighting for our families our finances god's financial plan was rolled out to us and our emotions as well faith and feelings then we had on the physical because the physical is very important as well for every one of us with crossfit and last week, the Full Life series covered the marketplace, an acceptable year of the Lord. And today, church, we conclude with a topic that's very close to my heart. On grow. On grow. And so today is called Growing Pains. Growing Pains. So with that, we will bring the full life because the, the Lord said in, in the Word of God in John 10, 10 that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come so that all of us here and online, that we may live to the fullness of life, that he has given us life and life more abundant. And so today, we learn about grow. For those of you, especially for those of you who are here in person now, you can see I was not very successful in growing physically. All right, yes, you can laugh. You're allowed to laugh. I was not very successful in growing physically. And what you see now is already with the aid of two and a half inch heels. So it has always been very, very difficult for me when I was a teenager. 
I had only one, one, one prayer request as a teenager, Lord, help me grow. Because I could never reach the, high, the things on the high shelves like my brother and my sister could. And obviously, like all good siblings, they teased me about it. And of course, the teasing went on to friends and, and family, and then people will use me as a, oh, Sue, we can't see her. Let's just put my hand and rest on her head. I'm like, way. <laughs> and so it has always been a, a difficult point, and I did everything I could, from jumping to swimming, and I even ate long beans. But whether it works or not, genetics and the good Lord decided that I was perfect just the way I am. Hallelujah. <laughs> so today I am not here to tell you how to grow physically. But today the growth that we want to talk about is what happens on the inside. What happens on the inside, whether it's spiritually, whether it's emotionally, how we grow as believers of God. Growth that is achievable for everyone. Amen. So whether you're young, whether you're not so young, the growth is achievable and not just achievable, it is essential. Type out in the chat group if you're following online. Essential. Growth is essential for every believer. Can you say with me, those of you in the house today, say with me, essential. Come on, say it like you mean it. Essential. That's right, growth is essential for all of us. So before we carry on, let us look to the Lord for we need His presence to speak to all of our hearts. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, we are so grateful that we are able to come together freely, Lord, in our, in our nation, our country. We are able to meet in person and online. And Lord, we invite Your presence into every heart, every home. And Lord, we ask for the anointing to speak forth to everyone that is here today, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So the first thing, some, some people have asked me, why must grow me? Isn't it sufficient that I have received Christ as my Lord and Savior? My name is already written in the Lamb's book of life. If anything happens to me, I'm on my way to heaven. Must grow me? I am too busy to do all that. Let me tell you first the why of grow before we go into the how. The why is important. Ephesians 4 verse 14 to 15. Let me read this to you. This is from Apostle Paul himself. Oops. Apostle Paul says this, So that we may no longer be children, tossed to and fro by the waves, and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness, in deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way unto Him who is the head into Christ. So that we may no longer be children. I know I speak to parents to, who are here, any one of you have had a six-month-old baby that you have been taking care of for the last 20 years? Don't have, right? Well, as means that all of you are like panda eyes permanently, cannot sleep. Babies grow because that's the natural progression. And so in the same way, we are not called to remain as children in the faith. 
We are called to grow. Why does God want us to grow? This scripture tells us this. Because as children, would you give your five-year-old the keys to your car and say, can you please go and buy some eggs? Anyone does that? Online, anybody does that? No! Because they're not yet attained the maturity to take on responsibilities, to take on certain aspects and even privileges of life. God wants us to grow so that we are not going to be restricted in any area as a believer. We are not called to be restricted and God doesn't want us to be confused in any manner by all kinds of doctrines. And nowadays, the WhatsApp is flooding us with all kinds of situations. And as it, as it floods us and as we read it, he does, God does not want us to be tossed to and fro getting confused by all these doctrines, getting confused by false teachings. He doesn't want us to be deceived by any of these things. But God's plan and purpose for every one of you that's seated here and online is for us to grow up. Type in the chat group, grow up. Write down in the notes that you are taking right now, grow up. Write down in all capital letters because that is how we are to live that fullness of life in every area, whether it was the social or spiritual or mental. We are called to have the mindset to be ready to grow. What is the growth mindset all about? You know, there are many studies being done and it, they say you've got two kinds of mindsets. You either have a growth mindset or you have a fixed mindset. What's the difference? Let me tell you. The fixed mindset basically means you believe that the Lord has given you a certain amount of gifts, talents, and intelligence. And for the rest of your life, that's all you have to deal with. That means like, that's it lah. This is my portion. Itu saja lah. That's all I have to be with. That means I cannot do more than that. I cannot develop more. I will just go through life with my a permanent, that's my allocation, my quota for life. However, the growth mindset believes that all the gifts and talents, abilities, intelligence too, are aspects of life that can be developed, that can be grown, that skills can be honed. And that is the mindset that we must take also in our spiritual life. Every aspect of our spiritual life can and must be honed. When you are a child, a new believer, it is understandable that, are you a pastor? Pastor Sue, during, during your class, you don't call me, okay, to share anything. Or, dear cell leader, oh cell leader, cell leader, please, uh, make sure in the breakout group, uh, you don't ask me to pray. Or, you know, you know we, we have so many concerns as a young believer and that's understandable. But if we have been a believer for 15 years, 20 years even, perhaps it's time to say, I need to grow and learn to pray in front of someone else. I need to grow and learn how to even share the OMW, One Minute Witness, how to do it. We must no longer say, no, la, it's not part of me. Ah. I cannot. La. 
the growth mindset is about saying, Lord, I'm willing and I believe that by your spirit, you can help me grow, you can help me develop. So church, today I want to ask you this. Are you ready to grow? There's only like five of y'all who are ready to grow. Online, if you're ready to grow, type out, I am ready to grow, I am ready. And right here in the hall, are you ready to grow? That's right, we are ready to grow. And it's exciting because it is the endemic season, which means that there's so many more things we are able to do within the safety uh, precautions, but we can do great things for God's kingdom. Amen. So today, even as we're all ready to grow, let's talk about growing pains. Why I chose this topic. Growing pains, I asked a few friends. Did you encounter growing pains when you were a teenager? Some said yes, some said I have no memories of it. And though I didn't grow very much, I had my growing pains, okay? I still had growing pains, though it didn't materialize into very, very big growth. You know, it's about aching, aching legs or behind the knees or your bones are growing. And the point is this, even in the spiritual life, there will be some growing pains. There will be times where you have to stretch. There'll be times where the Lord will ask you to step out into something you're not so familiar with and you're saying, oh, yo, very painful or sometimes even painful moments that God will ask you to have faith in Him. God will ask you to say, are you ready to be a little bit uncomfortable so that I can grow you so that you can be ready to receive that fullness of life. So we're going to read now from 1 Peter 2, verses 1 to 3. I believe it's on the screen. And will you read together with me? If you're online, whether you're at home, read it with me. And for those of you that, is, that are here in the house, would you please stand? Let's stand for the reading of this word, the words that come from Apostle Peter himself. Let's read. 1 Peter 2, verse 1 to 3. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation. If indeed... You have tasted that the Lord is good. May the Lord add blessings to the powerful reading of His Word. Thank you. You may be seated. And thank you for those online who read out aloud as well. This is from Apostle Peter. He is now at a very matured stage in his ministry. No longer the young, brash Peter who chopped off the ear of someone who was here to arrest Jesus. But he had grown in his ministry. He was a shepherd of shepherds, a leader of leaders. And as he wrote this, he was writing this to those who are already believers. It was not to unbelievers. It was in a church, to a church just like us, just like us online and in person. And there are three things that Peter wanted them to know. And I believe these are the three things we need to hold fast as we take on the growth mindset in our spiritual life. Verse 1, 
So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Put away. Never mind, don't have to remember that. It just basically means to throw away, cast away. It is a whole act of, as though you're taking off your, your, your jacket and you're throwing it away, not hanging it up. Huh? You know, it's like throwing it away because you want to spurn. Say with me, spurn. Type out in the chat group, spurn. Spurn things that are not of the Lord. Spurn things that are getting in the way of your growth. And now let's take a look at these five things that, that Peter talked about. Malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander. These five aspects are not a limitation of all the list. But what this tells me is this. These are five things that is unseen on the outside. You cannot see it's so clearly on the outside we can hide these sins. These are like secret sins that we have on the inside which affect our character, which affect our behaviour. So these are growth on the inside, the, in, the inner man or inner woman. I want to be equal to everybody here. The inner man needs to be dealt with and we need to spurn the bad behavior that is here, that is so prevalent. These are wicked behaviors. God wants us to turn to Him from the inside out. It's not just about looking good. And by the way, all of y'all are looking really awesome in the house of God today, right? But God sees more than the external. He looks to the heart. And today, I want to speak to everyone that's here. Let's be honest with the presence of the Lord. Are there areas in your life? Whether it's these or there are other secret things, anger, bitterness that you're holding on to. And these are very important. Because if we do not learn to deal with these issues, it's going to prevent us from the growth, the trust, the faith level that God wants us to step into. And even as I was preparing this and I was just pondering and reflecting and the Lord, it was a hard one. It was a really tough, tough time because I had to be brutally honest with myself and, and acknowledge areas of my own life where these are uh, many areas I have to deal with. And I said, Lord, help me. And I confessed. I began to confess and confess and there's many more things to confess, but I needed to be very honest with the Lord because I know growth is essential. And I don't want anything to hinder or to clog up my life. So this is why Peter starts off with this throw off, spurn, all these things. Why? If we don't start spurning what, what affects our behavior and our character, we will not look any different from our friends in the world, our pre-believer friends. Do we look different from them or do we behave the same? Do your colleagues know by your actions that you are a believer of Jesus Christ? I'm not just talking about Sunday. 
they might know you come to church on Sunday, but do they know that the church comes with you, that the Christ lives in you from Monday with you, that the Christ to Saturday. And that's why we really need to take this and say, if you want to grow, you need to be honest with the areas. And I believe the Holy Spirit will be highlighting it to you even right now. Areas He has been prompting us on. And it's, not, it's time to stop ignoring it. And after, after we do this, you know, I, I remember when I was a teenager. I'm giving away my age now. In the 1990s, there was a, a trend where we all wore a bracelet and it was called WWJD. Anyone remembers WWJD? Come on, wave to me, those who remember WWJD. And those online, type out WWJD if you remember. It, was, it came very famous in the 1990s, but it did not start in 1990s. In fact, in the 1800s, Charles Spurgeon first started it. And he was inspired by a book that was written in Latin in the 1400s. So you know what? It's nothing new under the sun. But what would Jesus do? WWJD. We wore it to challenge ourselves in every situation. What would Jesus do? How would Jesus act? Would Jesus be there? And we were challenged as young people as well. So young people, maybe this is a new trend. You can, you can, you can start right now for this season. What would Jesus do in everything that where we click, where we walk to, how we spend our time? What would Jesus do? And this is very important for us so that we do not conform to the world but instead, the Lord has asked us, by this presence of the Lord, to be transformed, to be more like Him. And that is all about spurning, spurning that which is not of Him. Verse 2 says this, Like newborn infants long for pure spiritual milk. Here it's not talking, I'm not emphasizing on the milk aspect because even in Hebrews it tells us, we don't just remain content with milk. We are called to then go into solids as matured believers. But here, I want to focus on the longing for, the yearn. Yearning for God. Yearning for God is not just dutifully coming on Sunday, though that is very good. But yearning for God is, I long for the presence of God. Like how a baby longs for mama's milk. Have you been on an airplane? With a hungry infant. Oh, I know we all long time never go airplane, right? But now can already, right? <laughs> but have, whether you've been on an airplane with a hungry infant bawling their lungs out, or whether you have experienced it yourself, or right now, all the young mothers, you know, you're going through that where the infants are like, faster mama, faster mama, and they're just like, Wah! and because the longing for milk is so strong. Church, when is the last time you have yearned and longed for the presence of God? And you say, Lord, I'm hungry for more. I need you more, more than yesterday, more than the next heartbeat, more than the next breath. I need you. That is the longing that we need to have if we want to have the mindset of growth, that yearning and saying, God, I'm not satisfied with yesterday's blessings, yesterday's anointing. I want to go nearer and closer to you, Lord. 
need you. Not just need him for a miracle in your life, though that is not wrong, but long to just be with him. Long to just sit with him with no agenda, sit with the presence of the Lord, no agenda except just worshipping him, talking to him. Sometimes I spend too much time with that. I wake up very early. Then before long, I'm just like, huh? Two hours already? I'm just like, just enjoying, just having a chit-chat. I call it my chit-chat with God, you know? And I'll just be chit-chatting, playing this music, then worshipping Him. Then I'll be talking to God about different things in my life. And it's such a joy. I never had that in the past because I was so busy running around. But He challenged me to make, to carve out time. Yes, there's a sacrifice. That's the growing pains. I had to sacrifice certain things I like to do at night, rechange my, 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 my schedules, and God will ask you to do different things. When you want to yearn for Him, make time, make the effort. It's time to yearn for God's presence. Do we yearn for the things of the world more than we yearn to spend time with God? Do we yearn to know how to hear the voice of God. When is the last time you have heard God's voice? If it's been a while since you've heard God's voice in your own quiet time, or even when you come and worship God, God wants to speak. He wants to shower you with, with different things, His plans, His purposes, His comfort. And God says, I am here. I pray that we will learn to yearn. So first we spurn, then we have to yearn. And as we yearn, that's when the maturing comes. That's when the growing comes. Continuing in verse 3, verse 2. That by it you may grow up into salvation. We have to grow up into our salvation. God has saved every one of us. And now it's time to mature. Type out in the chat group, mature. It's time to mature. It's time to put away our childish behavior. It's time to say, Lord, I want to be counted in as a mature disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's so many ways that we can mature in the Lord. It takes grit to grow. Let me say that again. It takes grit to grow. What is grit? Grit is that hard work, that passion, that tenacity. It takes grit to grow. Growth is not going to happen to us automatically. The moment you say your sinner's prayer, boom, you're growing as a Christian. It takes us to spend time. It takes us to spend effort. It doesn't happen instantly. It doesn't happen automatically. It takes discipline. It takes purpose and intent. So the whole series of the fullness of life has been a, a wonderful series of exposing you to the promises of God. But it takes every one of us to say, I want to grow and receive that fullness that God has for me. Come on, give me an amen for that. We want to grow. We want to grow. Type out an amen if you want to grow and you want to walk in the fullness that God has in store for us all. How do we grow, church? 
How can we mature in our faith? Just like in the physical, you need to eat the right things, right? Spiritually, we need to eat the Word of God. We need to be eating the Word of God. And I'm not talking about having a spiritual snack. One verse a day is called a snack. I think it's time to put away snacks. I think it's time to get into the Word of God on your daily time. It's time to say, okay, I'm going to sacrifice and make time whenever it's equipped classes. I'm going to sacrifice and make time to learn and read your Word. Enough. Put away the snacks. It's time to eat up the good, solid Word of God. Very important to grow is breathing in right. Take a deep breath with me, even with your mask. Online too. It's talking about the presence of God. It's talking about our prayer time, our devotional time. Do we just pray as we ask God to, dear Lord, please bless this food? I pray that our, our prayers are beyond just saying grace. But let us reach out to God in prayer. Make prayer an important part of your daily activities. Join us for the prayer encounter. Don't be afraid to even, you know, take a step of faith and be willing to like, yes, I want to grow in my prayer life. Reach out to your connect leaders. Find out how can I grow in prayer. And just now I talked about confessing. That's called spiritual hygiene. Physical hygiene is important. We all learn huh, during the, the pandemic and even right now. Continue with your good hygiene of sanitizing and keeping yourself clean. And in the same way, Spiritually, our hygiene is all about confessing our sins to the Lord regularly. Don't allow unconfessed sin to remain. And more than that, don't brush it away as a non-event. To grow, we also need love. We need care. And in the body of Christ, in our church, Fellowship is very important. We grow as we fellowship with each other, connect groups. If you're yet to be planted in a connect group or you're yet to be committed to go every week, I want to encourage you. First quarter of 2022 has gone. We are beginning quarter two. It's not too late and we want to welcome everyone. Join a connect group even this Friday. Join us. Don't know how to join us. Speak to any one of us pastors. We would love to connect you immediately. And if you're yet to come back to church services, come, enjoy the fellowship, enjoy the camaraderie as we worship God together. It was so awesome to see all hands raised up together in the house of the Lord. Amen. So we want to welcome you back as well. And the last very important thing for growth is this. Exercise war. In the physical, I see a lot more people are getting very healthy. They are either doing uh, videos and, and they are doing jogging and they are doing different things to get fit. What are we doing to get fit in our spiritual? What is the spiritual exercise that we can do? Service. We serve. That is how we exercise how you exercise the gifts that you have. If God has given you 
a warm personality join one of the services like hospitality or ushering if the lord has given you just the ability to be very calm and and you're able to to uh, be in a position of responsibility maybe you can be a traffic controller i don't know the lord has got different things in the kingdom of god and it is time to exercise and serve god in any and every area god has given you a voice god has given you Maybe even you want to say, I want to do something with the AV, but I don't know how. I've got no professional training. It's okay. We provide all the training you can have. Connect with us. Call your, your connect leaders, your zone pass, and say, I am ready to start serving. Because all hands on deck. Because the kingdom of God needs matured believers to grow and the kingdom of God to advance. Because in an endemic state, we can do greater things to bring in more souls. Amen. Can we hear an amen for that? It's time, church. It's time for the kingdom of God to grow. As we grow, the kingdom grows. Hallelujah. It is an ongoing invitation in a Christian's life. If you're not growing, if you're not growing, you're stagnating. If you're not growing, we can stagnate in our faith. And we need to be very careful not to stagnate. There are different aspects of our lives that we need to keep growing in. We don't drift into maturity. Instead, we have to be very intentional and decide, yes, Lord, I want to spurn the things that are hindering my growth. Things that I need to be dealt with. Lord, deal it with me. Help me. Give me the strength to throw it off once and for all. And Lord, teach me how to yearn. Yearn and yearn and long for you, Lord. I forgot what it's like to fall in love with you for the first time. Lord, renew that Holy Spirit. Renew that fall afresh on me, Holy Spirit. This verse in, in Revelations, Revelations 3, this was an admonition to the church of Sardis. The church of Sardis received this message in Revelations 3, verses 1 to 2. It says this, You have the reputation of being alive. But you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. He's talking to a church who's known for being very alive, but in different areas of their life, they were still dead on the inside. There were different ones that needed to wake up to be strengthened in their faith. Things which, maybe areas of service which you have not done for so long, you said, no, it's not my time, it's not my time. And after a while, you stop doing anything for your growth and the Lord is saying, wake up, strengthen what is about to die. Because as we wake up and we do the strengthening, there's going to be fresh life flowing through us all for that growth that God wants every one of us to achieve. And that is what the full life is all about. 
growth. And it says here, the Lord says, I have not found your works complete. It means that there are good works going on. But it's just that we are not done yet. We keep growing and growing every single day in our faith. We keep growing until the day the Lord calls us home and we get to see Jesus face to face. And I don't know about you, but I'm sure you're just like me. When I get to heaven, I long for my heart, in my heart, for the Lord to say this, well done. Well done, good and faithful servant. Come and enjoy your rest. And that happens when we say, Lord, I don't want to be an incomplete work. I want to keep working, keep going the process of completing the good work that God has begun in us. Philippians 1, 6, He who began a good work in you is faithful. Is faithful to bring it to completion. Let's believe God that He is going to do something amazing. Why is growth important? When storms come, when difficulties come our way, how we remain firm and unmoved by the storms is when we have grown our roots in the Lord. And when He demonstrates to us, He is our rock. He is our fortress. And because of our growth, we're able to be standing. Amen. So today, even as we, we close today, I just want to speak to two groups of people today. As some of you, the Lord has been speaking to you about areas that you need to spurn, areas on the inner life that the Lord has reminded you, this has to go. It can no longer be a part of your life. And the other group of people are those the Lord is asking you to draw closer, to come back to Him, to come back to Him, to learn to grow, to yearn for Him. So now the worship team is going to lead us in a worship song. And let's really not sing it as a song, but let's worship. Let it become a prayer. And say, Lord, I yearn for you. Will you stand with me, those of you who are in the auditorium right now, and those of you online, just begin to close your eyes and lift up your hands. I just want to pray for you even before the worship team takes us. Oh, lift up your hands to the Lord if you say, I want to grow, Lord. I want to grow today, Lord. I want to have a lifetime of growing in every different areas. Begin to surrender to the Lord the areas that you need. God's help to spurn the bad behaviors. Oh, Father Lord, we want to release and surrender, oh God, the different areas of our lives, oh God, that needs to be dealt with, oh God. Father, we give it to you. Say, Lord, we want to have nothing to do with deceit, envy, malice, oh God, or hypocrisy, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. We, we surrender it all to you, Lord. We release it, Lord. Our fears, our bitterness, Lord. And Lord, we pray, Lord, for 
from today, Lord, there'll be a fresh yearning for more of you in our lives. A fresh yearning, oh God, to draw closer to you, Lord. A fresh yearning to say, Lord, I'm ready to step out of my comfort zone. To step into your plans, your promises and say, Lord, activate me for service. Activate me for your kingdom. Fall on us afresh, Holy Spirit. We need you today. We need you today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Let's worship the Lord.